Well, glory be to God. Welcome to Kingdom Keys. I'm Apostle Max, uh, a place where we're raising a generation with kingdom revelation. God is touching so many people across the globe and we're seeing the results of effective prayer. As the disciple says, teach us to pray. In this season, God has given us poured out revelation for us to walk in and experience uh, the power of this simple and dynamic yet powerful prayer that Jesus gave to the, to the disciples. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. We've been teaching about uh, the importance of knowing your place in the kingdom of God and the session, the previous session, and if you didn't get it, you must please connect this and connect this session. The last session was thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's got to do with the power of God, the purposes of God, and the plan of God for your life. You must please get that because this is going to now continue on from that that we have taught. And I want to go into the second section of the prayer, which is um, give us this day our daily bread, which has got to do with your prosperity, the voice of God, his presence in your life. This is how God is teaching this generation to progress, which is the second part of it. And of course, the purity. Let me give you the payday triangle, and it's important to understand how this works. In the payday triangle, Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 says, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. When you understand that, you'll find out that God has given you time in the earth for one reason only, is to fulfill purpose in the earth. What is purpose? It's God's original intent. It's what God intended you to live in. He sent you here for a purpose and to solve a problem. Many people don't know that. And of course, the greater the problem you solve, the greater reward you get. I'm teaching about prospering in the kingdom of God. And how do I get my money? How do I get uh, the resources? And the way it works is that God has gifted you and I. And when you get into the kingdom of God, you'll find that in time, God teaches you about your purpose. It's like nothing supernatural happens. And we're going to use David today as an example. He built this ecosystem and he functioned out of a kingdom. And um, David used the wisdom of God to progress through the kingdom of God. In fact, the Bible says David behaved wisely in the corridors of power. Have a look at this greatest king that Israel's ever produced. This, this young shepherd boy that moved in the kingdom of God from being a shepherd boy to becoming a king. It is possible that you can function and you can flow and you can develop in the kingdom of God and receive the prosperity that belongs to you and that you can function because when you have used your time wisely to discover the kingdom of God and you're praying in time, nothing supernatural is happening, but you're sowing and you're serving into the kingdom of God. You're sowing in the spirit and your sowing in the spirit eventually breaks into a season where things begin to move for you in the kingdom. It's that simple. Time is for purpose, season is for things that you can type out. You've got to remember that because some people are wasting their time because they think that their prayers aren't effective. And yet, when you know that if you sow to the Spirit, you will reap whatever man sows. You sow to the flesh, you reap death. Sow to the Spirit, you reap life. This is God's kingdom. 
So do not ever believe the lie that your prayers are not being effective or nothing's happening in the spirit. The spirit realm, please dive this out, is the causal realm. It's the place where things happen. That means I create things in the spirit and I gather it in the flesh. I gather it with my hands. You produce in the spirit and you gather with your hands. You go to the spirit to create the things, the vision, the dream, your prayer life, the breakthrough you're looking for. And then you walk in the, in the flesh and you gather it with your hands. That's how it works. That's heaven and earth. This is God's design. So that Adam could look into the heavens and see what is in heaven and then bring what is in heaven on earth. And whatever God, when God gives him an animal, he can name it according to what he's seen in the heavens. Because the heavens or the spiritual realm is the causal realm. That where, that's when you function out of a place where your prosperity begins. You see prosperity in a man's hand. It's not because he worked hard in the kingdom. It's because he believed right. That's how it works in the kingdom of God. So, Seasons are for things. Time is for purpose. And if you do right in time, your season's going to tell what you did in time. You ask a pregnant woman, you find when the season comes for that baby to come, we know exactly what you did in time. Are you with me? So this is the kingdom of God. So when you get into the kingdom and God begins to work with your life, let's take David as an example. Uh, you work through, we live life on levels, we arrive in seasons. Dr. Bernard helped us with that. And when you understand that, you will never waste your time. You will never waste opportunities. You will never think that your life is an accident. You, you will know that as you function in the kingdom of God, here comes the power of God. Here comes the purposes of God. And here's the plan of God. God said, I found a man after my own mind. A man will do all of my will. He functioned out of this ecosystem. And he became prosperous. And he began to rule accurately. And he represented God with accuracy in the earth. So you look at the prosperity. Where is the prosperity? Where is this progress? And where is this purity? I think in 1 Samuel chapter 17, it becomes an important thing. You know the story with, with David and Goliath, but you need to just look at this, this payday triangle for me first and look at the different levels. The first one is faithfulness. You seen that? That is important for you to know that because a faithful man will abound in blessing. Now, anytime you get into the kingdom of God, you must grab a hold of that first level. If you are unfaithful, you can't be trusted with anything. I mean, God wants to give you revelation and he wants to speak to your heart and he, he wants you to carry this to the next generation and do his will in the earth. But if you are unfaithful in that which is least, and we're talking about money in that, in that instance, the scripture is speaking about that. But in anything that you're doing, if there's unfaithfulness at this level, how can God promote you to the next level? So David is anointed three times. But remember, God's found a man after his own heart. And so when David comes in on the kingdom of God, he's been faithfully taking care of the sheep. Goliath is swearing at people. He's cursing God's people. He's, his brothers got all the armor on and they're leaders in the army, but nobody's taking on Goliath. And so David, in his faithfulness, Give me 1 Samuel chapter 17. The war's taking place over there, and there's a champion, verse 4. A champion went out to the camp of the Philistines named Goliath, and he was, of course, you know, huge the way he was and, and cursing God's people. And here's his, here's his threat. 
is in verse 8. Then he stood out and cried out in the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come up to line up for battle? I am not a Philistine and you the servants of Saul. Choose a man for yourselves. Let him come down to me. If he is able to fight me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I will prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. Now you understand the importance of you being able to can deal with the giants in the land. And you cannot, it's the people who know their God will be strong and, and do great exploits. He's threatening them. He says, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight. And then Saul is the leader. Uh, and, and all of Israel heard these words of the Philistine. And they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Because you can't function in the system. Without knowing your God. It's the people who know their God. They will be strong and do great exploits. So David. Let's have a look at this faithful boy. David 14 was the youngest. Verse 14. And the three oldest follow Saul. Uh, but David, David occasionally went and returned from Saul. To feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. Everybody say faithful. Can you see that? He was faithfully taking care of the sheep. And so the Philistine drew near. And presented himself 40 days morning and evening. Then Jesse said to his son, David, take now for your brothers an ephah of this dried grain and these ten loaves and run to your brothers at the camp and carry these ten cheeses to the camp, captain of their, of their house, of their thousand, and see how your brothers fare and bring back news of them. David is faithful. He's taking care of sheep. And thus is the first level of your progress, your prosperity, and your purity. If you are unfaithful on one level, even as a home cell leader, a connect group leader, as somebody that the little that God has put in your hands, God looks at the hearts of men and wicked people, even though God would bless them with 10 million, they will be unfaithful with 10 million. So the testing is on a level for every single one of us. If you're going to want the prosperity of God, have a look at David's life. Have a look at this boy who's only taking care of sheep and he has a heart, he's he has the, the, the heart of a shepherd that understands how to take care of the sheep. And because of his faithfulness, nobody's seen his breakthrough. When he gets onto the battlefield, he says, what the hell is going on here? And David rose early in the morning. He went to the camp and then he saw all that was happening. And so here's, here's what's important because David's anointed three times. The first time he was anointed to deal with Goliath. The second level. So the first one is faithfulness. The second one is covenant. Let's just stick with the first one for now. The third one, of course, let me, let's give it to you. Uh, the first one is, is, is faithful. The second one is, is commitment. It's covenant level. It's Hebron. It's a place where you're going to enter into covenant relationships. David's alone first to deal with Goliath, but on the second anointing, he's dealing with covenant relationships. We're going to teach on that. And then the third one has got to be in Zion, where he begins to rule and reign as a king. But you have a look at the first level and we're dealing with prosperity. Have a look at this. So when David heard them, um, verse 23 and uh, 22, let's pick up verse 22. And David left his supplies in the hand of the supplier keeper, ran to the army and came and greeted his brothers. Then as he talked with them, there was a, the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines. And he spoke according to the same words. So David heard them and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. So the men of Israel said, have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. And here's the reward. Look at the prosperity. And it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches. 
will give him his daughter, give his, give his, father, his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. That's powerful. So when you come into the kingdom of God and you begin to become faithful, faithfulness moves you onto the battlefield for your potential. David, God knew David's potential. And God puts him at the, on the field because David is anointed for this. And the anointing presents you with a problem. And in the problem is your prosperity. Simple. Now when your gift comes forth and your gift makes room for you, you now begin to discover how God's kingdom works. You cannot run from problems. David ran to the problem. But David asked them, he asked them the question, what do I get if I take this, this giant's head off? If I solve this giant problem, what do I get for it? So God has taken him through his processes already. Because David, you don't hear about him bragging about how he killed a lion and he killed a bear. That was all in private because that faithfulness in private matters to God. Before God moves you into prosperity. Can you see that? Once you want the kingdom to come, which is the power of God and the purposes of God and the plan of God, and you stay faithful, now God begins to move you in his kingdom. Now he moves you out from just the sheepfolds where nobody knows about your private victories. Nobody knows the battles you fought privately. You're seeing the power of God progressing you into the kingdom to the next level. So what does God do? You don't know about David. All of a sudden, God creates the problem, allows the problem. God allows David to come onto the scene. Everybody else is afraid because here comes the anointed one. He's anointed. Because when Goliath appears, all pretenders leave the table. There is a problem in the earth that's designed just for you to solve. You can't be running from the problem. You must be running toward the problem. The Bible says when he dealt with, with him, of course, he had to go through all the processes and he had to take off Saul, put on the religious armor on him. That's what religion does. It makes, gives you a title, but it doesn't give you the anointing. It puts things on you so that you can look good. But none of the brothers were fighting this giant. David said, look, man, of the, your religious soil, without the presence of God in your life, you just want to put out titles and it looks really good on the outside. But God does work from the inside out, not from the outside in. You want me to threaten Goliath looking like something. This is what religion does. A religious spirit is wicked. Can you see that religion cannot solve this de denomination's problems? You need an anointing. You need the presence of God. That's the right reason why in the ecosystem, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now thy kingdom come because the kingdom is going to come with problems. It's going to take you to a problem. But if you don't know your God, how are you going to face the giant? Because as you solve the problem, here comes out your potential. And in the solving of the problem, here comes your prosperity. I hope you're getting it. It's so powerful. This is how you progress through the kingdom. How do I progress through the kingdom? Through solving problems. Please, somebody Type that out. Because in the kingdom of God, everybody's fruitful. We're not looking for titles here. 
We're solving problems. Do you not see the problems across the nations? Do you not see it with our children? Do you not see it in our schooling systems? Do you not see it on the economic mountain? Do you not see it on media? Do you not see how the news is giving us wrong news? Do you not see that your gift is needed in the earth? Do you not understand the importance of your potential to bring forth the thing that's inside of you? Because the kingdom environment, the, the kingdom was made for hostile environments. That's what the kingdom was made for. And when you begin to understand that we salivate at the problems that we see. The problems we're faced with, we salivate. Why? Because we are here to solve problems. Because your money is in there. Your money is in there. It's bringing forth the thing that's inside of you. It's creating enough pressure in the earth, a place in the earth, because prosperity is also a place. And you think it's just a place where you're sitting on a beautiful couch and on a beach and the TVs are going and the, the waves are, and there's just music that's playing. No. When I say to you prosperity is a place, it is a place of trouble. And in the trouble is your money, is your reward. David asked, what do I get if I take this giant's head off? He says, it's debt-free living. He will enrich you. Now, there are so many things because David, who was shoveling sheep dung, after he got anointed and he comes onto the field and he takes Goliath's head off, he never goes back to the sheepfolds. Can you see that? Everybody say progress. Please say it again. Say progress. I've shown you the prosperity and I've shown you the progress in the kingdom. Because you're solving the problem on one level and then God births in the next season for your life. David never went back. He never went back to the sheepfolds. David is now anointed because David is progressing through God's payday. Your highest payday in the kingdom of God. God designed you to progress. For you to come into what God has got for you. But listen, please pay attention to the things that are around you. Please pay attention to the keys around you. You're not running from problems. Because if you are anointed, why would you run from the problem? You're here to solve the problem. You're here to make sure that no matter what's in the land and your assignment, you're anointed for that. And let me say this to you. The greater the anointing, the greater the yoke. Because God cannot give you a lesser anointing and a greater yoke that you have to deal with. Because the anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying, power of God. So he's got to give you a comparable yoke to match the anointing upon your life. Some of you think you're overwhelmed by the amount of problems that you're solving. I'm letting you know that you're anointed for this. You can solve this problem. You can come into what God has got for you because as you solve the problem, your prosperity begins to flow. Purpose, power, purpose, plan. Prosperity, progress, purity. We'll get into the depth of purity. But you can watch David's life, how he progresses through every season. You're not going to miss God anymore. This is not the time. This is the time you're going to find what that problem is you were called to solve. And then you must ask the question, what do I get for solving this problem? Do you not see the ESCOM problems? Do you not see education problems? Do you not see community problems? There are so many problems that's in the earth. And I tell you why. And the enemy has been making money and enslaving God's people because the gifts have not come forth. Because when you discover who you are and your gift comes forth, the world will pay you because you know who you are. You're not 
been called to be get stuck in a job. You were called to bring forth something. It's potential. It's hidden ability. There's something inside of you. So God will take Joseph and let him leave his father and his mother's house. And he's sold into slavery and he's been trained up in a different environment because God's pulling out the potential in Joseph. And God's doing the same for David. David's brothers are rejecting him, but it's God ordering his steps in an environment that way even he has to deal with a lion and a bear. He's training him up in his potential to deal with Goliath. Do not underestimate the importance of your faithfulness. A faithful man will abound in blessing. If you can be faithful in a connect group and lead it and be faithful in your department and be faithful in the kingdom of God, God's going to take you. If you can sow and you can serve, look at the kind of wealth that when David takes Goliath's head off, he gets the reward. He gets Saul's daughter. He gets access. That's an important part because he doesn't go back to the shoveling sheep dung. Now look at the progress. He gets access into the palace. Can you see that? And his new relationships. In fact, he meets up with Jonathan. And Jonathan takes off all of his armor. And he empowers David for the next level. Because that's the, that's the progress of God. When you begin to progress through his kingdom, you'll begin to see that God will send you relationships. And, and, and uh, gives, gives David a foundation of wealth to operate from. Because you can't build uh, prosperity on a, on a poverty foundation. Jonathan, who is the, the next in line, has got to empower that moment for David. Because David's going to now progress into the kingdom of God. And this is the order of God. And when you understand the order of God, there is somebody assigned to make sure that you have a solid foundation for the next level, which is covenant. See that? That is commitment on a different level. When you start to make vows to the kingdom of God, you shifted out of faithfulness, you now come into covenant. Hebron means uh, friendship or place of covenant. We're going to study that next time around. But the importance of knowing what that next level looks like is that David takes all of his money because when David's in, in Hebron, is he now in a cave, but he's on the next level. Now 300 dysfunctional, distressed and indebted people come to join him, family members, and they become David's army. But where did they get, if they're indebted, where, how did they eat? David took the prosperity of the one level and he fed them on the next level and gave them three square meals a day because he was empowering the kingdom of God. When God blesses you financially, when God begins to take care of you and brings increase, it's not to buy mag wheels and tackies. It's not just to go and squander it. You're not, you're not, when God blesses you in the kingdom of God, it comes with responsibility. Because God is making sure at the one level, he, he calls me, he blesses me with a house. We're bragging about this. It's a decade and more later, God says, I want your house. Sell it and give me the money. And I want to empower the next level of your, your call so you can progress in the kingdom of God. Are you hearing me? Not everybody's been called to do it. But you need to understand that if you are unfaithful on one level, if you are not faithful on the one level, how can God bring you and even connect you to covenant relationships on the next level? That's not even the end because seven years he's in there and then he moves into Zion. Zion is the place of fruitfulness. I will teach on Hebron. I will teach on Zion because that's an important aspect of your development in the kingdom of God. Because the Bible speaks about Zion. When you come up there, the Bible says the blind can't come up there and the lame can't come up there. That means anybody who does not see kingdom style, you don't function in Zion. 
Anybody that's unfruitful, you don't function in there. Ask David's wife. She remained barren, even though David was preparing to bring them up into Zion. My God. You've been called for a purpose. The prosperity is everywhere. And until you begin to understand that there is a potential inside of you. And that there's a purpose for your life. That God, you're not an accident. That God's brought you into his kingdom for a purpose. And with that purpose comes the plan of God. With the plan of God comes your potential. The plan's going to move you onto a battlefield. And that's why the church and solving problems in this environment becomes your safety. Because you can learn and be taught how to solve problems. In my organization, we don't pay people for what they do. We pay people for what they solve. We, we teach them. You do not bring problems in here. You're here to solve problems. You don't complain about it. If you're going to bring me a problem, you must tell me how you're solving it already. Or in how you resolved it. Because we train that spirit to develop in solving problems, not being a problem. This is the kingdom. Because inside of you, I know you're gifted. Inside of you, I know there's potential. I know that there's things inside of you that is going to bring you into what God has got for you. Hmm. Let me, let me, let me understand, let, help you understand this. Potential, your potential will never, never be fulfilled in the world system. Never, never, never. Because the world system does not know who you are. Great potential, unable to produce sustained breakthrough for many people because your dependence is on a world system that cannot tell you who you are. People are struggling. You go to the world to tell you who you are instead of going to the God who made you. Your potential doesn't come from the world. Your potential is not even in your, in your education system. Wonderful for degrees. I, I really appreciate and honor every one of them. But after you've been taught in the world system, you, be, you need to continue being, learned, being taught because there's more to you. What is potential? It's dormant ability. The kingdom was made for hostile environments. What does God do? He sees the potential in his boy David. And he brings him onto a battlefield. Why? There's a dormant ability that must come forth in that environment. What is potential? It's untapped power. David takes Goliath's head off. You know the story. What is potential? It's hidden strength. It's reserved energy. It's kept capacity. It's unused success. It's unleashed talent. All of which you, have, of which you can do but haven't done yet. That's all God did with David. Brought him onto the field to bring out his potential to solve the problem. And when he solved the problem, he got the prosperity. No gimmicks. No Ponzi schemes. No trying to trick people. There's something inside of you. God designed the system that way. He brings the problem onto the field and he knows David's going to solve the problem. And David's going to not just get the prosperity. David's going to progress. Because David is God's man. A man after his own heart. This kingdom is so powerful. It's so simple that people can even miss it. Because there's ability inside of you. It's greatness inside of David that the world is, is, is yet to see. You see, you remain ordinary outside of the kingdom of God. When David killed Goliath, Saul asked, who's this boy's father? Then they started singing. Saul killed his thousands. 
David his ten thousands. Because greatness is not a worldly, worldly principle. It is a kingdom principle to bring you into what God has got for you and for your destiny and for your purpose. I'm letting you know, for most of you and your boarding jobs, God is bored. Because there's things inside of you that you're not supposed to be dying with on the inside of you. It's called potential. It's the stuff that the kingdom is making a demand in the season from you. You're on a battlefield. You're finding depression. You're finding suicidal thoughts. People around you are struggling economically. It's only because you've not brought forth the thing yet. It's about a change in the season. Because you're not going to just find prosperity. You're going to progress. And you're going to walk and become, all that, and become all that God has called you to be. Well, I'm Dr. Max, and this is Kingdom Keys. We're raising up a generation with kingdom revelation. And I pray today that God will bring you onto that battlefield for your purpose and for your destiny. And that the potential inside of you will begin to manifest for all the world to see. Remember, potential doesn't ooze out. It's squeezed out. If you're in a squeeze, you're in the perfect place in the kingdom of God to become all that God has called you to be. And your prosperity is right there in solving that problem. God bless you. We love you. This is Kingdom Keys. Until next time, see you then. Thank you.